Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Even if you're not a yogi or yogini, you're going to want to hit the mat after today's episode. We're discussing yoga and all the positive ways it helps your heart. I'm Heather Klug, the Queen of Hearts. And I'm Bethany DeBrew Adams, the Princess of Hearts. And we're from the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center. Bethany, I think most people know that aerobic exercise like walking, biking, dancing yes. are good for the heart. Yes, those activities get your heart muscle pumping, ladies. That's right. But did you know that yoga is also good for the heart? I did because there's a lot of people that have passed through here that tell me that yoga is good for my heart. <laughs> I also know that it can help with lower back pain. Lots of types mm-hmm. of pain, I think. Mm-hmm. It's good for balance and for flexibility, and it can help reduce stress. Yeah. I find if you know what you're doing, it helps reduce <laughs> stress. If you don't, it might not. In the past, I found it even helped, too, because I was laughing my way through it. Ah, so yes. laughter is a good stress reliever. This is true. Because you get in some interesting positions in yoga sometimes. Yes. <laughs> well, today we're going to discuss the yoga heart connection, why it's so good for your heart, and some easy tips to get started. Sounds like a plan. Well, everybody, September is actually National Yoga Awareness Month, so this is the perfect time to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We're also easing into fall and, unfortunately, eventually winter mm. when life boo. slows. I know, boo. <laughs> when life slows down a little and it gets cold and we go inside. So it seems like a good time to try something a little more slow, a little more relaxing mm-hmm. as we're getting to the hectic time of year. I agree. You know, I'll share with our listeners that I've done yoga in the past, mm-hmm. here and there, nothing consistently though. Okay. I like it, but for some reason, I haven't really been super excited about yoga. I'm like you. Yeah. I've never been either. I, I don't know. I think it's I'm just so used to cardiovascular exercise and I like the feeling of that when I'm done. Yeah, being grateful to be done. Yeah, Yeah. because I've sweat, I feel like I've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. But after doing more research on yoga, I'm thinking I need to incorporate this into my life somehow, (laughs) especially as I'm going through perimenopause. Ah, yes. Yeah. As am I. (laughs) The stress reduction aspects of yoga, you know, they kind of seem a little more important to me now. Plus, I see so many pictures of people doing cool yoga moves and think, I want to do that. Yeah, and you can't just start with those complicated ones right (laughs) away. (laughs) I want to be limber well into my adult years, too. Now, how about you, Bethany? What are your overall thoughts on yoga? Are you a fan? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a fan. I've attempted it. I mean, remember a couple years ago, you and I worked at a yoga event together, and we were trying to do the yoga, (laughs) and we were laughing a lot because we looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm more a fan of Pilates, which okay. is, you know, I they think there's some things that kind of overlap like a little over, bit. Yeah. yeah. But yoga to me, like, I think maybe the things I've done, I don't know all the basic stuff. And I don't want to take the time to learn. I'm lazy. I don't want to take the time to learn all the basic stuff. So like when they're progressing through things, they're going fast and I get lost and then I'm like a mess. Yeah. So, you know. I can see if you're kind of new to yoga, it may seem a little overwhelming at first. Right. I need need like really beginner like, Mm -hmm. okay, here we're going to start out (laughs) with this and then we're going to slowly move to this and then I might feel a little more into it then. But I like 
like that you actually mentioned the perimenopause aspect of it. Not because I like perimenopause, but, you know, <laughs> we're going to be doing a menopause series during the month of October. So this kind of segues nicely into that. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to the actual discussion of yoga and how it's going to help our heart. Yes. Let's start with the most popular reason that yoga is heart protective. Okay. As a mind-body practice, yoga helps put the brakes on the body's stress response. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system, sometimes known as the rest and digest system. I like that system. Yes. (laughs) And it does this through deep breathing and relaxation. It's a huge part of yoga. This, in turn, calms the sympathetic nervous system and dampens stress. Yeah, we all need to dampen stress, I think, Mm -hmm. these days. You know, even before COVID, stress was a part of, I'm going to say, pretty much everybody's life, Mm -hmm. right? But women, you know, often because we're caretakers, we're under high levels of stress, I think, all the time. Yeah. I I don't think there's really a time where most of us are just feeling like, hey, I'm super relaxed. (laughs) Maybe that last day of vacation right before you have to go back to work. Yeah. But we take care of kids or our older parents, and then we have to work, and then there's the household chores and all the other stuff that goes along with that we're always doing something we're always under a pretty decent level of stress yes i agree now when the parasympathetic system is in charge and we're relaxed we're more likely to also engage in other healthy behaviors Uh, right yes such as preparing healthy meals exercising and getting enough sleep so it has a domino effect is what you're saying on those healthy behaviors yes That is right. Now, the next heart protective benefit is that yoga may lower other cardiovascular risk factors. Okay. According to the American Heart Association, a 2014 review of clinical research published in the European Journal of Preventive Cardiology, yoga was found to have a significant impact on cardiometabolic risk factors compared to doing no exercise at all. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I would think. Well, I mean, it's not as high impact, right, as right. doing cardiovascular exercise. Right. So it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what cardiovascular risk factors actually improve? All right. So it lowered blood pressure, both the systolic and diastolic numbers. So those are your top, top and, and bottom. bottom numbers, right? The top number dropped five points and the bottom number dropped four points. Well, that, that doesn't sound like a lot. Are those enough to reduce your heart disease risk? That's a great question, and yes, they are. (laughs) You'll see a similar drop in blood pressure with taking one blood pressure medication. So you usually get a four- to six-point drop with taking that. Okay. A five-point decrease in systolic blood pressure. So again, that's your top number. Right. This is good for everybody to know. Just a five-point decrease or drop reduces death from heart disease by 7%. Okay. Dying from any cause by 9%. Okay. And reduces death from stroke by 14%. Wow. So those are very significant. Yeah, so if you needed some incentive to get on your yoga mat, that's mm-hmm. a great one. I know we've reinforced blood pressure many, many times on our podcast, but it's because keeping blood pressure down is one of the best ways to keep your heart healthy. That's right, Bethany. You want your blood vessels to be strong and elastic. Yes. They should open and close readily. When blood pressure is high consistently, it's causing little tears in your Mm -hmm. blood vessels and your body repairs the tears with cholesterol and plaque. 
Ew. Not so good. Over time, the plaques get bigger and bigger, and then you have weaker blood vessels and more narrowed blood vessels mm-hmm. because the plaque, right? Yep. Blood then doesn't get through readily, and of course, then leads to a heart attack or a stroke. Now, picturing that, that was gross. That's not a pretty thing to picture, what you just described, but it's an excellent reason to keep blood pressure in a healthy range. Besides lowering blood pressure, though, what are the other heart benefits that they saw with yoga? Yeah, in that study I mentioned before, yoga also decreased cholesterol by Ooh. 18 points okay, and triglycerides by 25 points. Wow. Yeah, I mean, nothing to sneeze at there. Right. Yoga wasn't as effective as a statin, though, but well, if, yeah. I mean, those really <laughs> drop your yeah. cholesterol numbers. But if you combine yoga with other heart-healthy behaviors, like getting in enough fiber, limiting added sugars and white starchy foods, and limiting saturated fat, mm-hmm. cholesterol will decrease even more. All right. What about things like heart rate or your weight or blood sugar control? Mm-hmm. This study and others have shown modest improvements in these areas. So okay. nothing. Nothing earth shattering. Earth shattering, exactly. Heart rate may drop about five points on average, showing okay. that the heart pumps more effectively. Weight loss was modest, about five pounds roughly lost over a period of many sure. months. So again, not earth shattering, but right. every little bit kind of helps. Right, especially if you're combining it with yes. other things. Yes, Most studies on yoga show very small changes in blood glucose control. And here's where I think cardiovascular exercise has a much bigger edge with lowering blood glucose levels. Right. So if I'm getting heart protective benefits from yoga, that means I don't have to do any more aerobic <laughs> exercises, does it? I know you'd love me to tell you that, Bethany, but no. If you you can physically do aerobic or cardiovascular exercise. Research still strongly supports doing that. Right. At least three days per week for at least 30 minutes to keep your heart muscles strong. It's not called cardiovascular exercise for nothing, right? Right. Even better if you can incorporate both into your weekly routine, right? Yeah. I see yoga as something complementary rather than in place sure. of aerobic or cardiovascular exercise, right? Mm-hmm. If you're limited with aerobic exercise due to health issues, then here's where yoga may have a bigger place in your life. Because really, any movement is better than no movement. Right. Especially things that are stretching mm-hmm. your muscles. Yeah. I mean, yoga can even be done in a chair mm-hmm. or even in your bed. Right. Yes. Bed yoga. We talked about that, too. Mm-hmm. That's pretty popular right now. I like to do that kind of yoga. Oh. Mostly, like, I'm already in bed and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I really want to stretch. So I might do some poses that, you know, I can do on my mattress. But for our listeners out there who maybe haven't done yoga before or, you know, people like me who are like, oh, my God, everybody's going too fast. You know, what's a good place to start? Yeah, there are five basic yoga poses. Okay. That most people can do and are recommended to start off with. Right. Okay. Okay. And try to not get caught up in the funny sounding names for like the yoga moves. Okay. And just to point this out, these five basic yoga poses are in a video yes. on our Karen Janssen or YouTube channel, that right? That is right. Yes. It's in the Build Your Mental build, Health Toolbox. Build Your Mental Health Toolbox. Yes. Okay. And there's a video. It's five basic yoga poses. So visit our Karen Janssen or YouTube channel for that. But these five poses are the easy pose, which sounds easy, but right. your legs are like crossed in front of each other, which right. can be 
tricky for some people to do. Yes. There's the cow slash cat pose. That's the one I do a lot on my mattress. Okay. That's the low. It's so good on your lower back. It feels so nice. Mm. Yes. I do that one on the floor. I have a sleep number bed. So if I were oh. to do something on there, it you might start, deflate it. Yeah. It might start like going down in pressures. So gotcha. I'll keep doing that one on the floor. The next one is triangle pose. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are familiar with that one. Right. Reverse corpse. Which sounds very morbid. <laughs> it does. But it's not. It feels good. Yes. And then the fifth one is standing forward bend pose, which is really bending down and touching your toes really deep like really deep that's true and of course there's always those other poses that we've heard you know downward dog and child's pose those kinds of Mm -hmm. things that you know are a little bit more complicated yeah I mean there's cobra (laughs) pose there's a plank yes yes ugh planks ugh and then my favorite the corpse pose where you lay flat on your back you just lay flat and you just kind of stretch out (laughs) it's a nice pose yeah well if you still own a DVD player there's probably 10 of you out there but you know (laughs) We also have yoga CD or excuse me, yoga DVDs that you can get. For those of you who are in the Milwaukee area, you can come to the Karen Yacht Center right here and check them out from our lending library. We've got a couple of yoga beginners Mm -hmm. and then we've got some gentle yoga, some yoga for energy and stress relief. And then we've also got some for seniors, Mm -hmm. which are a little, you know, a little more relaxing, a little easier to get in and out of, you know. I believe those are done in a chair as well. I think so. So when we get back to classes in the community, you know, don't forget about your local rec department. Lots of them offer yoga classes. There's also a lot of online yoga videos that you can find and exercise streaming platforms and apps. There's a lot of options out there. Yes, my Beachbody on Demand app has yoga. Okay. So after discovering these heart health benefits, I am going to check that out. I'll be expecting the phone call from you saying I'm stuck in (laughs) this pose and I'm not going to be coming into the office today. (laughs) Lastly, we just want to mention yoga modifications for a few categories of people. Yes, don't be afraid to modify. Mm -hmm. For older adults and people new to yoga, start with gentle, restorative yoga or chair-based yoga. For people with heart disease and high blood pressure, you may need to modify some poses and avoid postures that would place your head below your heart because that can make your blood pressure drop. Yes. And then people with low blood pressure and pregnant women should steer clear of hot yoga yes. or yoga classes that take place in a heated room because of the risk of overheating and dehydration. And actually, I've heard with hot yoga, pretty much everybody needs to be kind of careful because they keep those rooms very toasty. That's right. Yeah. So please be careful. All right. Well, thank you to all our wonderful listeners for hanging out with us today and learning more about yoga and all the positive heart health benefits you can get. Yes. I hope it's inspired you to hit that yoga mat. Gently. Okay. Because yoga is gentle. Okay. I hope it helps you. I hope it encourages you to strike a pose. How about that? (laughs) A yoga pose. (laughs) There you go. If you like what you hear, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Yes. And remember to tell your friends. And if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review. Helps move us up in the charts a little bit. That's right. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. And as we always say, be the ruler of your own heart. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 
For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyantcenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yant Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.